worship you. Father, we worship you. Lord, we trust that our coming is not in vain. Blessed be your name, O God. Blessed be your name, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. In Jesus' name, we have worshipped. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the living God. Amen. So wonderful to be here. God was extraordinary in our midst yesterday. And we're trusting God that today will be even a greater time in his presence. So without much ado, with Jesus' excitement again, let us welcome Apostle Ayo. Let's appreciate Jesus very well. Amen. Hallelujah. King of kings, Lord of lords. Yes, you are. Amen. There's power in your tongue. The power of life and death is in the tongue. The words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are lies. What you said yesterday is what is happening today. So frame your tomorrow by what you're saying now. So leave your seat. Tell five people this time around to save time. I saw you last year. I see you now. I shall see you next year. In the name of Jesus. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. 
I wish uh, Mama Meme will come out and dance that dance for us. I love that dance. So we may sing that song on Sunday again. <laughs> I catch you today. <laughs> That's a good one. That's international. Let's go local now. That has to do with mercy. I have seen the Lord's goodness. Mercies and compassion. I have seen the Lord's goodness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come on now. I have seen the Lord's goodness. His mercies and compassion. Oh, yes, I have seen the Lord's goodness. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, you have been so good. You are so good to me. Oh, Lord, you are excellent in my life every day. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. I have seen, I have seen the Lord's goodness, all his mercies and compassion. I have 
Father, in the name of Jesus, in your mercy, we ask for your mercy. In mercy, we seek for your compassion. Make us not of him that willeth, not of him that is running. Over the years past, we have been willing, we have been running. But since it is of you that show mercy, this year, Lord, show us mercy. Where there's mercy, there's no sweat. Where there's mercy, there's no struggling. Little effort, greater results. Let your mercy rest upon everyone tonight. In the name of Jesus. It is written, the blood speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. Blood of Jesus, speak mercy on our behalf. Let the blood of Jesus speak compassion on our behalf. We have come again tonight. Our steps. Every second that counts. Unto minutes. That counts unto hours. That counts unto days. That counts unto weeks. Counting unto months. And for the whole of the year. We put in your hand. Guide us by your mercy in Jesus name. That glorious place. That is waiting for us. None of us will miss it in the name of Jesus. By December 31st, we shall return with good testimonies. And only your name shall be glorified. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Somebody shout a better amen. amen. Please deliver this microphone from battery. Fast five. You may be seated. that God bless you. Praise God. Hallelujah. You love Jesus, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. That's a remote control, hallelujah. Shout a better hallelujah now. Hallelujah. <laughs> Turn to your labor, to your right, to your left. God's mercy will not depart from your life. Nor from your families in Jesus' name. His mercy brought you this far. Tell him, huh? And his mercy will surely take you further. In the name of Jesus. Yesterday we established that uh, he had foreknowledge of us, so he predestined us to become something great. He called us to come and enjoy it, and then justified us so that we can be qualified for it, and then glorified us. But to make all this happen, it has to be by his mercy. For by the mercies of the Lord, we are not consumed. And then we saw how mercy located a person right from the womb. The children being not righteous or having committed no evil. He said the younger, sorry, the eldest one shall surely serve the younger one. Right from the womb. Is there unrighteousness with God? No, God forbid. But according to his election and purpose. So therefore it is not of him that knows how to will. Nor of him that knows how to run. But God that showeth mercy. You are what you are by the mercies of God. Once you are conscious of that, you can't take his glory. It's very impossible. You escape through trials of life by his mercy. You escape accidents by his mercy. Not because you are smart. Many smart guys end up in the graveyard. Abacha was smart now. He had the best of a security network. 
despite Mustafa's uh, terror, the angel of death still struck him dead. Because he lacked God's mercy. I don't know if it's true, I had though. <laughs> that the day he died was the day he was planning to arrest Daddy Gio. <laughs> you know. God is just like that's the only person that was giving him trouble to execute his plans. That he didn't make it. It shows that he lacks God's mercy. That you escape that deadly disease is the mercy of God. The arrow of death does not come near you by the night time or by the night time. It's the mercy of God. He volunteered to be awake so that you can sleep. He that keepeth Israel never sleep nor slumber. Whoever is God using to bless you anywhere at any time, always see God's mercy in it. Thereby, greater things will begin to happen. Amen? Amen. So we need it. We ought to be conscious of it at the beginning of the year like this. So that all through the days of the year, his mercy will guide us. And we also guard us in the name of Jesus. We saw how he removed his mercy from Saul. And how he placed it on David. To the extent that 313 years after the death of David, mercy was still speaking. Each time you read in the Bible, for the sake of my servant David, I will not allow that. That's mercy speaking. Now, the man, David, don't die. We don't go. But God is still doing things for his uh, lineage, for his family, for his kingdom. I'm sorry, for his family, yeah. To the extent that Messiah even have to come through him. It's the mercy of God. No wonder that blind Bartimaeus was shouting, Thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Because the only place where God promised to have anything to do with you is on the where? Mercy seat. I so much love this church. If you forget me, it's okay. That's fine. Don't forget this. Amen? Ah, talk to me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, you that came yesterday and you're hearing this today, you are so blessed that uh, those who come on Sunday won't understand this one now. Because I may not even go near this on Sunday. So when they see your life transforming and changing, say, what's the secret? Don't talk to me. Just do that. Just say. <laughs> Praise God. Say, say, ah, you are not here. They say, no, say, that's the message there. He's <laughs> been there for long, so we got the meaning. For there I will meet with thee, and there I will commune with thee. The only thing that will ever get his attention is the cry for his mercy. Why? The only thing the cherubims are always looking on is the mercy seat. So anywhere they see God's mercy, they run errand. Don't talk to angels. Just talk to God. Get his mercy. Once they locate his mercy, and they are busy for you. Ascending and descending. Praise God. At the pool of Siloam. Uh, is it no? Uh, no. Uh, uh, is it Siloam? No. Bethesda. Where there are five porches. And the angel will come and turn the water. And whoever first jump in it, collect the miracle. That's a place of uh, manifestation of mercy too. The Bible said there was a man there, I've preached on that here before, whose sickness alone is 38 years old. Not his age. <laughs> the sickness alone is 38 years. 
to now come and add, he said, which means that sickness of that man is older than Jesus. He could be because of him that Jesus came. It's possible. Just as he came for all of us. But the Bible said Jesus jumped this, jumped that, jumped this, avoided that one. You want to tell me he didn't like those guys? He loved them too. But it's on a mission for somebody. And go to the man and say, do you want to be made whole? And the man said, I have nobody. So, mm, answer the question, do you want to be made whole? He said, yes, get up. How about the water? Get up. That's what mercy can do for you. Where there's mercy, protocol is broken. Take that home. Amen. It is because mercy is not there. That's why you are doing step one, step two, 27 steps of breakthrough. 46 keys to power. <laughs> Other people are struggling to enter the water. Now me go enter. The angel has not even finished turning the water. There's no way that man will be able to make it forever. Forever and ever. Therefore, not of him that will it. Struggling, let me go enter. Not of him that run it. But God that showed that man mercy. He said, take your bed and go home. My son, and the water, which water? I created the water. And the angel, I sent the angel. So me, the owner, is here. Go home. Ah, mercy will locate your family. Hey, talk to me. I said, mercy will surely locate your family. You will remain God's choice of mercy. Your family will remain God's candidate of compassion. Don't take it for granted, please. Don't, don't, don't at all. I prayed after, after he opened my eyes onto it. I prayed on it seriously every day until I had the voice at the edge of the bed as I was getting up. I'm not talking of one week. Never ever be an emotional worshiper. What do you mean by that? Hey, I'm doing, I'm not serious, or so I'm not doing it again. That's emotion. Even though you don't feel anything, keep doing it. That's what makes him to be convinced that you are tr- truly standing upon his word. You don't see the harvest, keep sowing. Keep paying your tithe. No, say, well, the other one will be paying. What comes out of it? I'm not doing it again. God is not committed to such people like that. Never, ever be an emotional worshiper. Never. Don't try it. How many times have we done crusade? We didn't see the result. We still keep doing crusade. And the heavens open. Boah. Dove doesn't just appear like that. Oh. Praise God. That dove you saw is many years of uh, crusade, almost 30 years. And it came as a, you know, as a means of encouragement because I was like, oh God, I keep doing it. Where are you now? I'm with you. I can't find you. So, okay, don't worry. I'll surprise you. And then that one happened. So, I kept praying, Lord, make me your choice of mercy. My family, your candidate of compassion. And I'll call my wife's name, my children's name for months. And the Sunday one after I finished praying, as I was getting up, he said, mercy you asked for, mercy you have received. And everything around me and my family began to change for the better. One of them was to escape that wicked stroke. It was his mercy that raised me up from the bed. I was paralyzed, tongue twisted, blind, Face to face with the angel of death. But that hand just held me. So don't worry. It's not somebody like you that will die now. A beautiful morning, 4 a.m. Say, drink water. Physical power. Not 
Not that I slept, I woke up. Physically, started moving like this. Mm, to my spine. That's how I came out of stroke. Mercy. Ah, may mercy locate you. Once you got it, lay hold on it tightly. Don't let it go. Anybody blessing you anywhere, Lord, thank you for your mercy. Don't say it was when I did a powerful presentation on PowerPoint. Which PowerPoint? I mow your PowerPoint. <laughs> Pointing to failure. <laughs> Amen. You are due to marry and the right person came and got married to you. It's the mercy of God. Hundreds of handsome men all over the street. No wives. Beautiful ladies crying for husband. Nothing is happening. So that you got one. It's the mercy of God. Praise God. I love his mercy. Now today we want to go forward. And look at one major thing that can stop his mercy in our lives. Don't you think we should expose it? Don't you think we should expose it? Because once you know it, you avoid it. An enemy that is already known is already 50% defeated. Uh So let's go forward. So we have a lot to do tonight. Praise God. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Okay. Help me turn your Bibles to Luke's Gospel chapter 18 and locate this enemy of mercy. Luke's Gospel chapter 18. Computer, let's go. Luke's Gospel chapter 18. And verse 9. Thank you, sir. Luke's Gospel chapter 18, verse 9. And he spoke this parable unto certain which trusted in themselves. That they were righteous and despised others. Hey, oh. Ask me if that is happening today. Capital, yes. Let's go forward. Verse 9, verse 10. Two men went up into the temple to pray. So they love prayers, they love God. So by today's language, they are like born again Christians. They understand the principle of prayer. Now watch this. The one, a Pharisee. And the other, a publican. A Pharisee is a religious person. They believe in the resurrection. They believe in the coming back of Jesus and all those things. The publican is like, uh, it's not really born again, you know. One leg out, one leg in. He comes to church today, then see you on 31st. <laughs> and once they shout, Happy New Year, they see you next year. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone back to Biapalo. He discovered that 31st, many Biapalos are empty. But once you shout, Happy New Year, they are back there again. Say, don't worry, Pastor, I'll see you December. That's like a publican. Verse 11. The Pharisee, the, the one that looked so religious, stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee. What's the next thing? Comma. Which means he understood the principle of prayer. What are the principles of prayer? Number one of them is what? Enter his presence with what? Thanksgiving. I will enter his gate with thanksgiving. And when he said, oh Lord, I thank you. Even God in heaven was happy that this one understands prayer very well. He's not bombarding me with needs. He's thanking me. That command makes a lot of difference. Which means he didn't jump onto other requests. He actually thanked God. And when you approach God with thanksgiving, I mean, you have arrested him. When he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead. Father, I thank you. You have already had me. And yet, he has not said anything. That's faith. He's committed God. He has committed God into hearing him and doing something. So let's go. 
Only for you to not change the prayers. I thank thee that I am not as other men are. Where? Extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this publican inside church. <laughs> not at the football field. Looking down on the fellow brother, a fellow sister. I am not external. I'm not unjust guys. <laughs> I don't look at women. I'm not an adulterer. This guy is qualified to be assistant pastor. I'll show you now. Let's go for Aha! I fast twice in the week. In fact, he's overqualified for area pastor. Praise God. <laughs> in fact, come at it. Ah! I give tithe of all that I possess. He must be assistant provision pastor, APPICP. <laughs> These are the kind of people we want to put in position. But come and see the result of heaven. But the publican standing afar off will not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast. Now, he's, he's, he's a carnal guy, okay? Saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Maybe he's coming from Biapalo. Hotel, brothel with a prostitute. He has finished smoking banga and uh, cocaine and weed. He now remember that today is Sunday. Let me go to church so that pastor will not come and disturb me. So as he entered church, he didn't know which of the sins he should confess. Is it the beer? Is it the prostitute? Or is it the Indian hair? He said, oh. In fact, he, he took bribe again from office yesterday. So he, he didn't know which one to confess. Oh Lord, you know me, you know me. Just be merciful unto me. Check the result of heaven. Verse uh, 14. I tell you, now who is talking? Jesus, the owner of the whole universe. God in the flesh. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified. Eh? Rather than the other for everyone that exalted himself shall be abased. And he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. The enemy of mercy, pride. And people of God, I thank you for coming tonight. And pride is resident in the church of God. He is sitting in high places without being disturbed at all. And this is the number one sin that led to the whole sins of the whole world. Pride that was found in Lucifer that made God to send him back in. Pride gave back to other sins. Where there is pride, you are number one God's enemy. What is the meaning of pride? It has nothing to do with your dressing. So don't let anybody put you in a cupboard and say, because you put on the good clothes, you are proud. No. To be proud means to see yourself better than everybody. Nobody can talk to you. Nobody can come near you. Usher said, uh, you're welcome to church today. Please take your seat here. And then you look at the person, they say you should sit next to him. Excuse me. 
your heaven is not only closed they have thrown away the key doesn't it happen in our churches let's talk now let's talk now I'm not here to do fire, fire. All your fire, fire, fire. This is the fire extinguisher for killing the fire. <laughs> Haven't you been to churches? Even in a camp. Congress, Holy Ghost service. You welcome to church. Please have your seat. Your seat. He's it, it, already seated. Though. Then you now look at the person sitting there and say, ah, oh, this one. No. And he's going to lift up his voice to heaven. Which heaven will hear you? The moment you see yourself better than everybody around you, you are God's enemy. Because whatever you are, God made you. Mercy made you. Am I talking to somebody here? Two men went to pray. One is a Pharisee, looking religious. Father, I thank you. He had tied his presence with thanksgiving. And then he digressed. I'm not like this guy. In the temple, in the house of God, I don't rob people of their money. I don't extort. I am not unjust, which means he's always speaking the truth. I don't commit adultery. I don't have time to look at women. I fast twice in a week. I pay my tithe. Notice this man's language. Please give it to me again. Oh, God bless you, sir. Did you see that? I go, go back to verse 11. Let's do some studies together here. The Pharisees stood, prayed, thus with himself, God. Let's start now. I, that is what? One. That I, that is what? Two. And then, I'm not as other men are. Externals, unjust, adulterous, or even as this publican, verse 12. I, Odimelo, three, fast twice in the week. I, Odimelo, four, give title four. Where is God in your life? It's like self-achievement. Where is his grace? Where is his mercy? No reference to what God is doing. No reference to the cross of Jesus. No reference to the grace of God. Everything was, I, 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 I. And God said, okay, because you are like this, you are going down. Normally, not telling lies, not fornicating, committing adultery, not stealing, not drinking, paying tithe, fasting, should make you to become God's best friend. But because the foundation is pride, every other thing is nullified. Are we communicating this evening? A brother will never greet his sister in the same church because he feels he's more spiritual than her. No God in heaven is hearing you. A sister will not talk to a fellow sister in the same church because she is not putting on earring, but the other is wearing earring. Your prayers have never been answered. Let's talk, oh, let's talk. These are bitter truth. Not be me write the Bible. Hello? Big question. Don't you see this happening in churches today? Yes or no? Was once in a church. This one wears gown, no earring. This one wears trouser with earring. Ah, kukumba boyomboni again. Ah, 
The Bible says, even if she falls, she falls onto her maker. If she rises, she rises onto her maker. You face your own conviction. That you are convinced not to do something, you don't go up and down enforcing it on other people. Your relation with God is personal. The just shall live by his own faith. You don't force your conviction on me. Am I talking to somebody here? Are we still preaching the word of God? We want to trash why prayers are not being answered. Oh, Father, his, his ears are not deaf. His eyes is not blind. For those who are working with him, he said, before, before you call, I'm already answering you. Father, in the name of Jesus, say, don't worry, he's already done. Why don't you enter that realm? And look down on everybody around you. Look down on your brother. Look down on your sister. Look down on your neighbors where you are living. That's God's enemy. What will God have you do? To be humble. What does it mean to be humble? Even though you are better than everybody, but see others better than you. Even though he was God. Taught it on robbery to be equal with God. Philippians chapter 2. But lay aside his reputation and put on the form of a man and humble himself unto death. This is God though. Lay aside everything that has to do with God and put on the form of a man and humble himself unto death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, result now came and God said, at your name, every knee must bow. Many words. The anointing that empowered the name of Jesus did not come by fasting and praying. Did not come by looking holy. It came by humility. Philippians chapter 2. Oh, God bless you, my friend. Go back to verse 8. Verse 8. Verse 6. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, now. Verse 6. Time is flying. Verse 5. Let this mind, let's read together. One to get ready, one to go. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Verse 6. Who, being in the form of God, taught it not robbery to be equal with God. No competition. Verse 7. But made himself a what? No reputation. And took upon him what? The form of a servant. If Christ can do that, why not you? And then what happened? And was made in the likeness of man. Eight. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Even the death of the cross. Now, come as the result. Therefore, wherefore, God also has what? Highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That's what will happen? At the name of Jesus. Every name. I just heard now, just now. When pride is resident in your life, if you mention the name of Jesus, no knee bows to you. Now, to be humble does not mean to look poor. That's not humility. That's poverty. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Look neat. God has blessed you. Buy designer shoes. Fine. By designer wears, God has blessed you. There's no sin in that. But don't come out and now look down on the person that buy Okirika and say you are no longer in the same class. And they say you should sit together and say, I can't sit there. Why? I just can't sit there. My spirit does not flow. Ah. Your spirit is not flowing. The heaven won't flow to you. 
Amen? Is it not happening? Let's welcome our brethren. Oh, you're welcome in the name of the Lord. Now ask your brother, you say, where does he stay? Oh, I live in Akoka. Hmm. I live in Pangro. Hmm. Me, I came from Lake. Oh, how are you? The Lord is good. At that moment, heaven started moving back. Because you're already looking down on your brother, your sister, and try to elevate yourself above your fellow brother, sister, living in Pangrove or Onipan. This is not even only among church members. It is also resident among pastors. I fear the day of judgment. How pastors will go to hell. Nobody prays for it. Nobody wants it. In circle of pastoral meetings, some pastors will never talk to each other. Why? Because he's pastoring 30 people. 20 people. While he's pastoring 5,000 members. Man of God, I want to see you. Oh, good to see you. Hello. This man, what's the problem now? You are distracting me. In pastoral meeting, greet one another. God bless you. How are you? Oh, my ministry is... Uh, uh, James Robinson World Outreach, praise God. Where do you have your church? In Lagos. How many members do you have? And we're trusting the Lord. We're just about 20. Oh, talk to my PA. Yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> I was introduced to a popular man of God. You all know his name. I won't mention his name. So that you, go, so that you don't go and break your TV. <laughs> We are both guest speakers in a, in, a, in a meeting. And we were both put in the same hotel. And the host said, Reverend so and so is in, around, he's also ministering here. You know, he takes uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, you take it from, you know, Friday till Sunday. I'm more or less like the main, you know. Ah, I said, that's nice. You, we like to say hello. Oh, fine. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go and say hello to him. Yes, coming. Oh, Man of God, praise God. It was, you know, pleasure. I, I said, ah, the man is humble. Praise God. He may have your seat, have your seat. I was so excited. I said, oh, our host introduced me. Oh, this Akimbade, you know, God has risen my all over the world, smuggling Bibles in China. I said, wow, that's nice. Wow. I was happy. Ah, this one is different, finally. I can make this on my friend. Then, he said, where are you based? I said, Lagos. Where's your church? I said, I'm an evangelist. Immediately, his countenance changed. He said, oh, okay, all right, all right. Just because I'm not a pastor that has 5,000 members. That fellowship ended there. And my host also got the message. He said, uh, we just wanted to say hello. He said, yeah, thank you very much. He said, let's go. I said, of course, I'm already going. <laughs> I won't tell you the name. I can't let you pass the name in the office. So if you want to know, ask Holy Spirit. <laughs> and I trust Holy Spirit. He won't tell you because he doesn't gossip. <laughs> Praise God. God resisted the proud. Give it more grace to the humble. I fast. I do this. I that. I this. I that. But when heaven opened, they said, we don't know you. How many people go up and down today from church to church condemning people inside church because of what they look like? Because of how they dress. 
thinking that the way they dress represents what they carry on the inside and thereby not knowing they are actually blocking their own blessing. He won't talk to him, he won't talk to her, he won't come near him, he won't come near her. I'm not saying you must, you must compulsorily fellowship with everybody. Of course, anyone living in sin, scripture warning to stay away. But in this case, you don't have any particular example, no reference. But you're just judging from far. You know, see the high shoe that she's putting on. Uh, may God help us in this parish. You know, it is you that need the help. <laughs> Come on, shout hallelujah here. Hallelujah. Condemned everything and felt it was far more better. But when the owner of the kingdom came and said, that fellow is going home condemned because he looked down on others. But the other man, the publican, he didn't know where he was even going to start confessing his sins from. Is it the bribe? Is it the beer parlor? Is it this one? He said, Lord, you know me. I don't know where to start from. Just have mercy. Be merciful unto me. He mentioned what God was looking for. What did we learn yesterday? Where did God say he will meet with us? At where? At mercy seat. For there I will do what I will commune with you there. I will meet with you there. So that man hit it on the nail, the nail on the head and said, I know where God is going to meet with me. I will plead for his mercy. Oh Lord, be merciful unto me, a sinner. And heaven said, you, you are justified. You are going home where? And you can see the blessings of heaven following this other one than the previous one that was boasting, I, I. Whatever looks like pride in your life, May the fire of the Holy Spirit consume me tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. James chapter 5. Oh, no, no, First Peter. Let me open. First Peter. First Peter chapter 5. <clears throat> Look at verse 5. Give me a computer. First Peter chapter 5. I'm trying to rush this in. There are still other things I want to talk about. Let's read together, everybody. Verse 5. One, two, go. Likewise, ye younger, I want to hear you please, want to go. Submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another. Even if your anointing is burning physically like this, still subject yourself to your brother that has none. Even if your gift in the choir is the most profound and popular that everybody wants to hear you sing. Still subject yourself to that one that has no voice. I was watching TV one day. One popular musician, I don't know her name, you know, just enter church and they have a fling of what it means to be born again. I'm not even sure she's born again. Why? Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And whoever was interviewing her, I was watching with my two naked eyes. I don't know what they said that make her to say. They said, I lead worship in my church. In fact, without me, the worship is not complete. I said, yay! That without her, worship is not complete. I almost broke my Tokumba television. <laughs> that I was still managing. <laughs> then I remember that I didn't have money to buy another one, so I, I have to control myself. <laughs> that without you, worship is not complete. I wish I knew her church. I was ready to cancel my appointment for the next Sunday and go to that church and sit in the front like this. And the moment she starts, ah, you will not sing here. 
and we let you know without you, God will accept our worship. But banner pride. And since Lucifer was the number one man who allowed that wickedness of pride to exhibit himself in him, the Bible said, Thou art the morning star until iniquity was found in you. He said, I will set my throne above the stars of God. He will not stay where God put him. When you don't feel comfortable to stay where pastors say you should serve, you are eyeing another place that you think it will command more crowd for you or money. That's pride. When you are faithful over little, he will put you there, will promote you. Am I talking to somebody here? Why must I be an usher? By now I should be an elder in this church. That's pride. Stay in that usher force and be serving. And they promote you to assistant uh, usher. Assistant head usher. Then head usher. Then deacon. Then elder. Then you grow from one level to the The Bible says the fallen angels refused to abide in their estate. Meaning they didn't stay where God put them. I will exalt my throne. Can you imagine Lucifer saying that? I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I shall be like the most high. The which is God will be his house boy. That was the iniquity fund. He said, eh? That came out of your mouth. You are going down. And immediately, Bora, straight. One third solidarity. Join him. Be careful of any solidarity match you are joining. No. <laughs> solidarity forever. Don't fight for your right on this one. No. <laughs> Praise God. Because spirit of pride is what is behind it. And now, that was the beginning of all the evils in the whole world. Since Lucifer was in charge of music, worship, Scripture says in Ezekiel 28, all instruments of music were created and found in you. Just as Michael was in charge of war, Gabriel, good news, messages. Lucifer, worship. God wants violin. Uh, Lucifer, give me violin. I think I need to hear something. God loves musical. Watch those who say they don't like music. Just watch them when there's music going on. They will look composed. What are they singing? But look at their legs. He's tapping. Pam, pam. Say, she below like music. Kilo move. She say you don't like music, but your leg is moving. Okay. Now, when Lucifer fell, those involved in music, I cannot put the profession, music, ministry, attempted to exhibit the same spirit. I wish I'm having a special session with the choir or anyone in the music ministry. Watch out. Most people in the music world who do not control that spirit ended up like Lucifer. The Beatles in those days were the most popular rock and roll band. And one day they opened their mouth and said, we are more popular than God. That's exactly what Lucifer was after. And immediately after that statement, they started having problems until the band collapsed. And they started dying one by one. The same thing happened to, what do you call this girl? Madonna. She said in Japan, 
I am more popular than Jesus Christ. Watch it now. By the time they see humanity heads dancing their music, you know, to their songs, you know, that kind of a thing, that same spirit in Lucifer also entered them. I think I'm more popular than head of state. Because that one has nothing to do with God. Then the devil now confessed the same thing that he has in heaven. We are more better than God now. The moment Madonna said that, the following month, she started having a problem until her band crashed. Nobody can take the place of God. Am I talking to somebody here? Are you following me here? Likewise, ye younger, submit yourself on one, or, I mean, unto the elder. Ye, all of you, be subject one to another and be what? Be clothed with what? Humility. Even though you are far better, you are more educated, you are richer, still see other people better than you. It doesn't cost you anything. That is one of the secrets of that dear boy. I heard I wasn't there. God told him to take a stick and draw the image of a man on the dust. So he draw the head, he put eyes, he put nose, he put mouth, he put neck, he put galagala like a hand, a leg. He said, okay, that's fine. He said, what's that? He said, that's a man. He said, wipe it off. Okay. He wiped it off from the sand. And God said, the moment you take my glory, I'll wipe you out. You don't hear that from God and talk anyhow. You think the man doesn't know what he's doing before preaching. He will go on his knees and worship and worship and worship. He's submitting himself under the mighty hand of God. I heard I wasn't there. In one of the pastors' meetings, that as soon as he entered, one pastor was so angry. He said, you just open branch everywhere, just smashing our members. Eh? Don't think you are foolish. I said, thank God I wasn't there. <laughs> I'll forget I'm born again. <laughs> I'll just go like this. Eh? See. Bah! Soku. If you are crying, you should be able to see. Take away ministry. This man is older than your father. How dare you talk like that? Not to not talk of the grace that he carried. So I said, okay, oh. Since he said that to Gio that uh, you are a fool, that you are, you are just opening churches all over the street, you are collecting our member. I said, so what did Gio said? I want to know. They said, Gio stood up and said, ah, thank you very much that we are still fools. And we remain fools for Jesus Christ. I said, yay. He don't finish that man. <laughs> Which means he humbled himself and God will be given the chance to fight on his behalf. I had another one because I have so many pastor friends that he went for a wedding on invitation. It's not ministry, but to witness the wedding. Maybe the person is so close to him. And because of traffic, he got there late. So as soon as he entered, they started joining, you know, the couple. And whether you are there or not, the most important person is the intended couple and then the witness. So once they say, I do, I do, I do. Whether you come or not, it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> so they started the ceremony and I heard the G.O. came in and said, ah, let me sit at the back. But the ushers were insisting, no, sir. No, sir, come to the front. You say, Mm-mm, I'm okay here. Don't disrupt what they're doing. That alone is humility. They say, suddenly, another man of God came in, a bishop. 
And as soon as they entered, um, let them know the bishop is here. <laughs> so I, I wish I know that usher. I love that usher. I, I will have give that usher a car. <laughs> the usher that uh, tried to take Jill to the front, but Jill insisted to sit at the back. The same usher, this bishop now fell into his hand. Let them know the bishop is here. He says, the service of organized service. Let them know that the bishop is there. I heard that usher say, ah, this is Pastor Adebo is sitting here. Why should you? <laughs> <laughs> then the bishop now look and saw Adebo say, ah, so sorry, sir. Yeah, sorry, sir. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. And now say, ah, it's too late. It was when they saw Pastor Adebo that he now decided to do what? To sit back. Pride. Baba is not a bishop. But he's a father of many archbishops. He said, It's a privilege for us, pastors, to carry the Bible of bishops. Let us be carrying. That's serious humility. That's why God is giving him more what? Grace. He giveth grace to the humble. What do we need in life? Mercy and grace. What was the first thing we read about Moses meeting God yesterday? The Lord, the Lord God, merciful gracious please come this is a child of God or yeah anyone no problem you will try to do something you try to come towards me I'll be blocking you okay now trying to do something means he's starting a business he's starting a school he's starting a car dealership He's starting uh, investment banking. He had to even go and borrow money in the bank to set it up, to look it, you know, good. Having everything that they will need so that customers and the clients can come from everywhere and do business with him. But the Bible says, God resisted the proud. Because of the spirit of pride, not on my brother, but as an example, see what God is doing. Try to come forward. God will be resisting him. Which means all the investment that is put in will be pouring inside basket. All the contract is pursuing will not be going anywhere. Oh boy, move now. <laughs> As your amen reach heaven, may God not resist you. Amen. Not of him that will it, not of him that is running. He's trying to will, he's trying to run, but heaven is blocking his ways. Am I boring you? I'm taking it slowly and slowly. I want it to sink in. But now watch this. But he giveth grace to the humble. He's not willing to do anything, but God is pushing him. See contract here. See another contract here. He doesn't want to go, but they are calling him. That is how grace will locate you in the name of Jesus. That is what mercy will do for you in the name of Jesus. Do everything in your might to fight pride. That you humble yourself to the person does not mean you are a fool. You are only a fool for Christ. Let him come and do what? Elevate you. Praise God. Talk to me now. Praise the Lord. I would rather be a fool for Christ than be a fool for the devil. Let them say, ah, I can't take it. Thank you, my brother. I can't take it if it is me. No problem. Don't take it. But me, I will take it. God knew very well 
you are better than the person. God knew very well you are in a higher position. God knew very well that you are this, you are this, you are this. And, and yet, before everybody just say, Ah, thank you, God bless you. You know, thank you so much. Heaven is smiling. Doors you never expect. It just be organizing and orchestrating it to do what? To open for you. I went to camp in those days. Those days when camp was camp. And one of the men of God that uh, we went together, I said, let's go and greet Pastor Deboe. You know, we got there. I think he was busy. Then we left a message. So he came to our room where we're praying. As soon as he entered and sat down, we all went on the floor. Good morning, sir. Pastor Deboe also joined us. Ah, good morning, though. I said, no, sorry, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. <laughs> Because in age, forget ministry. In age. Where, where I come from, Yoruba land, you don't look at another like that twice. But some people, my, my colleagues, because of stupid anointing, they even forget the age factor. And those small, small things, God is looking at it. Whatever looks like pride, may it die tonight in your life. I don't like that shot, a better amen. Like I said, it has nothing to do with your clothing. I'm not saying you should go and be putting on tata clothes. I say, they say we should be holding humble now. So let's, you know, no, put on whatever God has blessed you with. But it's a matter of the heart. Scripture says, condescend to men of low estate. Come down to the level of ordinary people. I have a friend. He's a general in the in the navy. He controls a whole barracks in Sapele in those days. NNS, uh, what do they call it now? You know, the one in Sapele. He's number one man there. He attends Christ's embassy. One day I went to visit him. You know, and he has a big house that Navy gave him, you know, as number one man and the commandant. So the guest house is huge. So he likes to push me. They say, Pastor, it's all yours. Enjoy yourself. I like that kind of enjoyment. So one day I entered the car with him, you know, as I was preparing to go back to Lagos. He said, let's get to office. So, white, white, everything, blah, blah, blah. As soon as he entered the gate, the guard of honor was waiting for him. He said, Pastor, wait to let me do the needful. I said, no problem. He came down, the whole battle, vision, wow. <laughs> this is good. And then he finished after 15 minutes, entered the car, we drove to his office, everybody was saluting, blah, blah, blah. Now, this same man gets to church. He's an usher. And he carry his Bible. Where's your Bible now? He carry his Bible like this. He welcome to church. This way, this way. Have your seat. And he will stand throughout as pastor is preaching. This way. And you think God is not watching? Even if pastor misbehave and he wants to be himself, he just snap finger. All the barras will come and carry the old church. <laughs> It pays to be humble. Jesus said, Zacchaeus, what did he tell him? When he was climbing the tree to see Jesus, what did he say? Come down. Some of us need to come down. We are too way high for God. Looking down on people. Let me close with this one so that we can go to the part two of it. What? 748. Yeah. Give me Isaiah 57. Fast, fast. Isaiah 57. Let me show you where God is dwelling. I'll show you here before, but let me remind you again. Isaiah 57, look at verse 15. Verse 15. Quick now. 15. Let's read together everybody. One, two, go loud. One, two, go. For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth where? 
I've told you before that it was, it was not inhabiting where? Heaven. You remember? Okay, don't forget. Because if it's inhabiting heaven, then how come he was able to create heaven and earth? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, which means he was somewhere making heaven and the earth. I understand where he inhabits eternity. Heaven is my throne, not my house. The earth is my footstool. Now watch this now. For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabited eternity. Let's read together now. One, two, go. Whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place. Come on. Then I also dwell with him also that is of a contrite and a humble spirit. The God that inhabits eternity. In his own humility now reduce himself as well. Under the grace of humility. And come and dwell in the heart and the life of the person that is humble. Which means, the one that is humble is carrying a big God up and down the street. Balance the equation. The one that is humble is carrying mercy and grace everywhere he goes. Therefore, doors will be opening. Whatever will block mercy in your life. May it never be seen in Jesus' name. In this 2020, may it never be found in your life in the name of Jesus. Stand on your feet and shout a better amen. Let heaven hear you shout a louder amen. Say with me, Father, in the name of Jesus, every trace of spirit of pride, whatever looks like pride in my life, around me, I renounce it, I reject it, not part of my life, not part of me, in this 2020, in this new decade, I choose to be humble. I remain humble under the mighty hand of God. You forever resisted the proud, but you give more grace to the humble. Lord, I reject the spirit of pride. I embrace grace of humility in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray that prayer on your own language. Now, glory to God. Whatever lose that pride must go forever. Looking down on people, rejecting people, condemning people around you is an enemy of God. It makes heaven to be closed. It does not allow blessing to flow. It is an enemy of mercy. I, 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 stop using I, I. Start seeing grace in everything you are doing. Start seeing mercy in everything you are doing and consciously give God glory for it. Thank you, Father. Every satanic agenda, satanic spirit that has to do with pride, we reject it, we renounce it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Come out, you spirit of pride, go in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Somebody shout a better amen. amen. Take your seat. Did you get that one tonight? That you are humble does not mean you are a fool, but you are a fool for Christ. Let God fight your battle for you. You choose to be humble, they are insulting you, they are laughing at you, they are making mockery of you, they want to rob you of anything. Your father is not sleeping. And by the way, the weapons of our warfare are what? Are not canal. Embrace humility. There are so many scriptures on how to embrace humility. But not tonight. You go home and do that. That's why you have a phone that has internet. Go on Google. Type humility or humble. It will give you so many meaning. And I tell him, give me 
humility or humble from the Bible. He will download it for you. Genesis, Exodus, brrr, and read them one by one. Embrace humility so that God can release grace for exploits in this 2020 in Jesus' name. Amen. Lastly, the second part. <clears throat> Are you blessed? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Let me talk like Kenyans. Are you very, very, very sure? <laughs> Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. One thing the devil likes to do is to rob you of confidence while coming to God in prayers. And once your confidence is attacked, result of that prayer is no longer guaranteed. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, what is going to happen? He will give it to us. But the devil likes to attack that confidence. I want us to get rid of it tonight through the mystery of mercy. Hebrews chapter 4. Look at verse 14, I think. Yes, verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest. What's his name? Jesus. Come on, be bold. What's his name? Jesus. Jesus. Glory to God. Seeing that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heaven. In fact, glory be to God. The name is there. Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our profession. Another word is confession. Don't ever stop it. Now look at verse 15. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. Another scripture puts it this way. That cannot be touched with the feeling of our weaknesses. Jesus knew everything that is wrong in our life. Why? That's why he put on the form of a man. He knew what it means to be angry. He knew what it means to be hungry. He knew what it means to be tempted. He knew what it means to go through temptation in office, uh, 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 sexual harassment, uh, false accusations. Whatever you are going through, Jesus went through it also. He understands very well everything you are passing through. For we have not an eye priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our families. One of the many reasons why I fell in love so much with Jesus is because he didn't stay up one billion kilometers away and leave me in the valley going through it alone. He went through it with me. We do not, for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched. So, he could be touched with my feelings and infirmities. He could be touched. He knew where the shoe is paining me. He knew what it means for landlord to harass you. He knew what it means for a, 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 a conductor not to give you your change and run away with your money. <laughs> Jesus understand it all. He was there. He knew what it means for a doctor to give you first report and suspend your life in the air. So you have two weeks to live. Ah, just like that. <laughs> Are you God? <laughs> you know the fear? Now watch this now. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our families, but was in all points. How many points? Half? Quarterly? In how many? All points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. So whatever temptation you are going through, Jesus went through it. So that's why he knew what we are passing through. 
So he's able to help us. He's qualified. I don't listen to somebody who never see the issues of life. You have no message. But somebody who have gone through a lot knew what it means to be poor. Knew what it means to be sick. Knew what it means to be harassed by issues of life. And now God saved. And have a testimony. And living a better life under the grace of God. I want to sit down under such a person and listen very well. So that whatever God is doing through him or her, that grace and whatever God did, I want it to happen in my own life as well. You have a message. It's not by memorizing books in Bible school. Are we talking here? Now, without saying, therefore, because he went through it all, so where is he taking us? Verse 16? Come on now. Let us therefore, because Jesus went through it all, he passed through your temptations, he passed through your trials, you are not the only one there. See? As a result of that, therefore, let us come boldly to where? The throne of grace. That we may what? Obtain money. Amen. Obtain healing. Talk to me now. Obtain deliverance. Obtain prosperity. Obtain promotion. Obtain success. Why did he put mercy there? Because everything is inside mercy. May that mercy locate you tonight. 2020 shall be your year of mercy in the name of Jesus. Talk to me if I don't want to shout a louder. Amen. Amen. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to do what? To help in the time of how many of you have needs here? Me, I have You guys are holy now. We just talk of humility. You are sitting there. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> if you have need, then you need help. What we bring in help is what? Grace. That grace is found in where? In mercy. But to be able to get that mercy, how do you come? Boldly. If that is for Jesus, clap very well. Glory to God. I want to expose the devil tonight. The devil is a person that makes you to commit sin. And then it's also the one hanging around the corner to embarrass your confidence. Accuser of the brethren. Thank you, man. He makes you to tell a lie. He makes you to follow lust. You believe in a holy life all day, all of a sudden you get home and put on TV and here comes this advertisement of this lady exposing her body and your mind begin to run. It was the devil that orchestrated it. It's only waiting for you to do one thing, to go on your knees to pray. Heavenly Father, say, how can you be calling Father? Uh-uh. You look at that girl tonight, now what are you talking? It's the devil. You stole that money now. Nobody is sanctioning sin here. You come and see you die, you go to hell. Nobody is approving sin here. Is the one that makes you to tell a lie. The fear of men is what makes you to be afraid of. I mean, it's what makes you to tell lies to your fellow human being. Uh, maybe you will send me out. Maybe you will fire me. Maybe so let me just lie. Never be afraid of man. Speak the truth at all times. It's the devil. And now that he pushes you to that, he's not standing around the corner. They say, How can you talk to God? God is a holy. I know God. God is a holy God. Don't forget he used to be in God's presence. 
and therefore your confidence is attacked. Your confidence is eroded and therefore you do not get assurance of answer prayer. But tonight, let us therefore come boldly. Why? Because we have a high priest who could be touched with our weaknesses. Jesus knew what it means to be tempted. Jesus knew what it means to be persecuted. Jesus knew what it means for landlord to cheat you, for your boss to fire you, for your boss to harass you, for your whatever you're going through, Jesus went through it all. And he now said, don't run from me. Come to me. Let me put it straight. Whenever you do what you're not supposed to do as a child of God, stop running from God. Run to God. All our lives when we were born again, they told us when we commit sin, there's no hope. They never show us this. Until recently, when I now started hearing them, they were not even bold to share it. They just read it casually and jump over it because they were ashamed of what they said years before. People have committed sin before. And the gospel they present to them is that once you sin, God will kill you. And they went to commit suicide. Don't commit suicide. Yes, feel bad. Godly sorrow leads to repentance. Don't run from God. Run to God. Come boldly. Can anybody show me how to walk boldly here? Demonstrate for me boldly. What? Must you go by like that? <laughs> you can go by and yet not be bold. Ah, I'm a And then you say, hey, for where? <laughs> no. The best way to understand bold is to look at a lion. The righteous shall be bold as what? A lion. Does a lion do like this? <laughs> In fact, he looks as if he can't do anything. But nothing intimidates him. Confidence. That's how the Bible says you come onto the throne of grace to obtain mercy. Don't ask God for money. Ask for mercy. Am I talking to somebody here? Come boldly to the throne of grace. That you may obtain mercy at the mercy seat where God has promised to commune with you there. For you that shout amen, I see you at the mercy seat receiving mercy tonight. <laughs> Glory to God. That doesn't mean, that's, ah, since I'm going to collect mercy, let me go and commit more sins. The wages of sin is death. God forgives you of fornication, adultery, but HIV is around the corner. Gonorrhea, Golokakus, all of them are there. <laughs> That's a fact. The, wage, the wages of sin is dead. Something dies. God is not mocked. So it is for your good when you obey his word. As for him, he's willing to forgive you. He's willing to show mercy. A perfect example, I close with it, Zechariah chapter. Am I wasting your time tonight? A perfect example is this Zechariah chapter. If they have shown us this early enough, many Christians who committed suicide wouldn't have died and go to hell for committing suicide. They would have been alive and received the mercy of God, overcome that temptation and continue with their Christian race. 
when, when I committed suicide in those days, when I was in deeper life for fornicating, it became a newspaper issue. The church made a statement. They said they didn't send him. But through the preaching, you discover that uh, that was where it was going. <laughs> Which church will tell you that they sent to go and commit suicide? Nobody will tell you that. Well, that is the aspect that he saw. But now the same church is not preaching now that if you commit sin, don't commit suicide, don't kill yourself, run to God for mercy. I said, did you hear that? That's why you don't wait for anybody to show you Bible. Read your Bible by yourself. Don't wait for anybody. Read by yourself. Let's see perfect example so that we can close. Zechariah, give me Zechariah chapter 3. I love this example. I've not been able to preach very well on this thing. I hope I can do that tonight. It's so interesting. Zechariah chapter 3, verse 1. My friend. And he showed me Joshua the high priest. You know what it means to be a high priest with God? Pass through all manner of, uh, you know, test must be of the house of a Levi or Zadok priesthood, whichever. Okay. Now qualified. And then senior priest, not a lower one. Follow me carefully, which means someone that knows the ways of God. So by today, we will say, he showed me general overseer, he showed me archbishop. While priests could be bishops. Are you following me? I tried to say the Bible in my days. That's how I understand Bible. He showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan, like mommy said, accuser of brethren. How can God hear you? Did you hear the language you talked yesterday? Oh, yeah, that's if go wash with I know it's a heavenly father. How can you call heavenly father? You are speaking word and language. Already your confidence has what? Has come down. Don't let the devil cheat you. This was liberated tonight. He showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the Lord, before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at where? Oh, oh, oh church. At where? Never take anything you see in the Bible lightly. Why didn't the Bible say the Satan was standing at his left hand? Or behind him? But where at the right hand? Which means there's something on the right hand. In fact, because of that, I went searching the Bible for right hand. And I saw many references that that is where the blessings of heaven are located. The good children of the kingdom will go to the right hand side. The Lord has said unto my Lord, sit at the right hand. While the bad ones will go to the left hand side. When Jacob was to lay his hand, he laid the right hand on Ephraim and laid the left hand on Manasseh. Joseph said, no, 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 no. Joseph said, no, I know what I am doing. I read so many, since then, when anybody's laying hand, and I see the person bringing letters, I say, your right hand, your right hand. <laughs> your right hand, your right hand. <laughs> In fact, the Bible says, thy right hand, O Lord, has dashed the enemy into what? Into pieces. There's something on the right hand. And so the devil is not, sorry, the devil is not stupid. He's not standing behind. Please come again, my brother. This is high priest now. In fact, he looks like a high priest. Do you know I'm going to use to preach today? You bring this suit to Josh. <laughs> well, I like this suit. Oh. You see me after the service, amen. <laughs> I'm still collecting my suit. But where is that man again? I've used it to preach all over the world now. That I preach in one church. I use my best suit to do example. And the Lord said, don't collect it back. I said, yeah. As I was going home, he was posting with my suit. I was very, very angry. Driving home. <laughs> but today, God has given me 22 suits back. 
Before it was 18, I said, Pastor will give me two. He didn't answer me. But God answered me. <laughs> so today I have 22. I will be mad to go to market and be counting 22. Those who are selling say, are you okay? <laughs> you know, but you are just coming one by one. Went for one prayer meeting via and then finished. They say one old woman who God bless with uh, this, the prayer meeting, you know, said they should give me one suit. Very expensive suit. I said, ah, come and collect more suits. <laughs> Don't come, I'm only joking. <laughs> come and shout hallelujah. hallelujah. What it means is that it's good to give. Let go, then God will be releasing to you. Nobody will do business with God and suffer for it. Now, Joshua, the high priest, was coming unto God's presence. Where's your right hand? Ah, good. And Satan was standing at his right hand to resist him. Why? Come and see the reason. Verse 2. Quick, 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 quick. And the Lord said unto Satan. Okay, we'll come back to that. The Lord rebuked thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that has chosen the Lord rebuked thee. Is not this a, a brand plugged out of the fire through many experiences in life? Nepal harassment, police harassment, you know, uh, 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 IRS, tax people harassment, you know, landlord harassment, work harassment. That's a fire burning around this guy. He went through a lot. But look at verse 3. What did he say? Now, Joshua, this high priest, was clothed with the filthy garment. And because of that, the devil was standing at his right hand to resist him from getting to God. Not even an ordinary church member. Not even an ordinary priest. A higher priest. Try to be going to God. He was resisting him. It's not people like you. He do now. <laughs> it's not people like you that will be going to God. He said Joshua was clothed with what? Let me hear you now. With what? This is lying. This is lost. This is street fighting. This is cheating in the office. This is changing the figures. This is fornication. This is backstabbing. Everything around the high priest of God was very stinking and dirty. And because Satan was once in God's presence, he knew he's a holy God. He made him to put on this dirty garment and he was also there to accuse him. So you're not going. At his right hand, not at the left where there are supposed to be pleasures evermore. At his right hand, that is meant to dash the enemies into pieces. He knew the right place to stand. And uh, did God support Satan to fight his own? Never. God will never agree with Satan to attack you. Write that down and never forget. Never. What did he not do? Go back to verse 2. Go back to verse 2. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan. Which one? The Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. It means let Joshua go. Watch this now. Is not this Abraham block out of the fire? Go back to verse 1. Go back to verse 1. Let me show you something. Verse 1. And he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at the right to resist him. 
Don't ever forget this. All he ever wanted to do is to resist you in coming to God to obtain favor and mercy. That's why he's playing with sins around you. Is he getting exposed to you tonight? I'm not hearing her. Now, go back to verse 3. Go back to verse 3. Now, Joshua was clothed with the field garments and stood before the angel of the Lord. Look at verse 4. And he answered and spoke to those that stood before him, saying, Take away the field garment. For you that shout amen, whatever disqualifies you in God's presence to obtain mercy, let it be removed now in the name of Jesus. Let it go off your life now in the name of Jesus. In this year 2020, it will not be found around you again in the name of Jesus. Before you call the Lord, the Lord will have answered you. While you are here speaking, he will yet hear you. If you are the one shot three powerful, amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Take your seat quickly. I'm closing now. It's time. My time is up. Quickly. Now watch this now. Come closer. You know. Take away the field the garment from him. There is therefore no condemnation. What does it mean? If you find yourself do something not right, don't run. Come to the throne and obtain mercy. See what mercy is doing. Where there is mercy, there's no condemnation. The world condemned Bathsheba. The world condemned David. But God elevated him. And said, the next king is coming from them. Solomon. Whoever is not happy. Somebody said, if you are not happy, go and hug the transformer. <laughs> I said, ah, that's too wicked now. <laughs> Transform my Lord, Lord. <laughs> Okay. Praise God. So now, watch this now. Take away the field of garments from him. And unto him he said, behold, I have caused your iniquity to pass from thee. Isn't that good news? Talk to me now. Isn't that good news? That's what mercy is all about. Behold, I've caused iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with a change of raiment. So he removed the dirty one, he put a brand new clean one. Scripture says he put a fresh turban and he put fresh oil. And Joshua became what God wanted him to be. So if you want to understand Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16 very well, this is the perfect example. Come to the throne boldly. Don't allow the devil to resist you. Stand on your feet. Thank you, my brother. God bless you. Is this good news for you tonight? Yes, sir. Tell the neighbor, say, don't run from God. Don't run, from God. Run, to run to the throne. Obtain mercy. Obtain mercy. And, find and find grace to help you yes. in this time of need. One more time, how many of us have need tonight? Again, glory to God. So where do we run to? Throne of her. What are you obtaining? 
forget money. My landlord, forget landlord. My house rent, forget house rent. School fees is resuming. Man of God, forget school fees. Go for mercy. Go for mercy. Go for mercy. Why don't you lift up your hand and ask for mercy tonight? Boldly. Now come boldly to God. Go boldly before God. Go boldly before God because your accuser has been dealt with. Your accuser has been dealt with. It says the Lord rebuke you, Satan. Even the Lord that chose Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not somebody that is coming out of fire? Or out of experiences? What do you see there? The mercy of God. What do you see there? The love of God. God love you so much. He will love you so much and die for you while you are yet a sinner. How much more now that you are a saint? He can never forget you. He can never forsake you. He will never condemn you. As you come to the throne to obtain mercy, he removes every filthy garment. He removes everything that disqualifies you in his presence by his mercy. And they begin to grant you grace to help in this time of need. Call upon the Lord tonight. Confidently, confidently. Don't let anything condemn you. None at all. Confidently come to the throne to obtain mercy so that you can find grace to help in this season of need. You need money, it is mercy you need. You need favor, it is mercy you need. You need promotion, it is mercy you need. Trusting God for a wife or your husband, it is the mercy of God that you need. I need it, you need it. We all need it. Like a Come to the throne boldly. Come to the throne boldly. Come to the throne boldly. Stop running from God. He loves you so much. Even while you are yet a sinner, he died for you. While you are yet a sinner, before you got born again, he was looking for you. It is not now that he will condemn you. It is not now that he will reject you. Come with a repentant heart. Cry for mercy. Come to the throne. He went through all. Everything you have gone through, Jesus Christ went through it all. Therefore, he knew your weakness. He knew what you are passing through. He see you when you are lonely. He see you when nobody is talking to you. He was there. He understand it all. So don't run away from him. Come to the throne. I approach the throne tonight to obtain mercy. That should be your prayer. So that I can find grace to help in this season of need. What a wonderful God we serve. What a beautiful night. This is good news to me. Glory to God. This is good news to us. Glory to Jesus. I'm giving you enough time to pray. Go ahead and pray. Glory be to God. Go ahead and ask. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is your father's house. Don't be afraid. Feel free to talk to your daddy now. Be confident to talk to your daddy. This is the confidence that you have in him. What things soever you ask in his name, it shall be given unto you. What a wonderful daddy we have. Glory be to Jesus. Come to the throne and obtain mercy to find grace in this hour of need. Instead of asking for money, ask for mercy. Instead of asking for healing, ask for mercy. Instead of asking for prosperity, ask for mercy. The mercy of God. The mercy of God. The mercy of God will guarantee the supply of all these things that you need. Don't ask for protection, ask for his mercy. He that keepeth Israel will never sleep nor slumber. Don't ask for protection, ask for his mercy. He that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Mercy is a person. It's not an object. Mercy is God himself. The Lord, the Lord God, merciful, gracious, abundance in goodness and in truth. 
long suffering thank you jesus sekere yentomoromo gojumbra nanda yanto wariata la rabagusu prakenende thank you father so shall it be in jesus name we have prayed somebody shout a louder amen somebody shout i come to the throne tonight i obtain mercy tonight i obtain mercy now mercy is my portion now i will never run from my father i will run to my father and obtain mercy obtain mercy to find grace to help in this season of need thank you jesus give the lord a mighty hand of praise glory to god hallelujah How many of you know that henceforth nothing chase you away from God's presence? How many of you know that now? Nothing. Let not any preaching anywhere change that. That's why I didn't just talk to you. I was showing you from the scriptures. I've been looking forward to preach this for many, many years. And because of time, I've not even gone deep in it yet. Joshua the high priest was so dirty devil was there to resist him. But the angel of the Lord was also there to perform heaven's counsel. The Lord will rebuke you. How dare you? And God himself did not condemn him. He said, bring him here. Remove the filthy garment. That's what God will do. He loves you so much. What manner of love is this? You offended him. He said, remove the dirty garment. Put on him a new one. Put a new crown on his head. And let there be fresh oil. This should not make you to go back and commit sin. That means you are wicked. To a God that is showing you kindness. This should make you to live more holy. That you have someone that cares so much about you. Don't use evil to repay good. Don't take it for granted. Don't say, hey, then let me go and then let me go and see tomorrow. Then I'll come back and ask for mercy. Police, they catch you, they shoot you, go to hell. Don't take the mercy of God for granted. Praise God. Are you blessed tonight? Lift those two hands and thank Jesus for his mercy. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you for his mercy. Thank you, Jesus. My soul will some people here with what you experience tonight is like a burden lifted from you probably you believe in other condemnation but something like a burden lifted from you after you read that scripture and after the word of the Lord came unto you if you're one of the can I see your hand up I'm not calling you I just lift up your hand okay thank you father thank you father why did it take you long before you lift up your hand I just heard that voice now so I sing that song what does it mean never feel condemned anymore and don't go back to the devil again. 
you have been relieved tonight of satanic bondage and you miss a place we have to clap for Jesus Christ come on give God the glory praise God for saving me when I fail when I think of the goodness of Jesus one joy rolling here. Do you feel that joy too? I, I don't know. You know, this song is not that song we dance to, but it's okay. Don't change it. But there's this joy I can't explain. <laughs> when I think of the goodness of Jesus Oh Lord and Lord He has done for me My very soul the spirit of condemnation is no more there. Now that spirit of heaviness has lived your life and your body, that gives me boldness to address every spirit of infirmity, every devil of sickness that has been hampering around your life because of that spirit of heaviness. Now that heaviness has been removed, I cause sickness to die, dry up, come out in the name of Jesus. Every devil of sickness, every devil of disease that be hanging around your life, using spirit of condemnation to attack you, to oppress you, die and come out in the name of Jesus. You shall no more be sick in the name of Jesus. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, be healed. That same love of God that restored you, that put on you a new garment, that same love of God restore health unto you in the name of Jesus. And so, Amen. Shall be healed. I shall be healed. I shall be healed. I shall be healed. I shall be healed. In the name of Jesus. Sasha. Hallelujah. Praise God for saving. Oh, when I think, when I think of the goodness of Jesus. Is that how you shout hallelujah to good news? Shout hallelujah! Shout hallelujah! 
so sweet. Hey, oh. Jesus, you told me too much. Yo. Too much, yo. too much, excess love. Wait, wait, wait. You want to collect another suit? Wait. If I make an answer, you will come. Oh. I, I, you will come. <laughs> I was in worry. Redeemed too. And uh, God was moving like this. I told the pastor, I said, we're going to have a meeting tomorrow, 5 a.m. He said, they will come. I said, they will come. <laughs> he said, I know my boy. I said, I'm telling you, they will come. So I finished preaching. I said, why are you blessed? He said, yes, meet me at 5 a.m. tomorrow. By 5, no exaggeration. The place was